Welcome to the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. You have Brittany here. Hello. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. And you have my trusty sidekick, Judah, who is my four-month-old, the youngest of my three boys. And he is currently in the wrap. And if I do my job right here, rocking back and forth <laughs> in and out of the microphone range, and uh, just by the sound of my voice, I'm sure he'll be snoring by the end of this episode. That is at least the hope. So, you know, it's that if you have multiple kids, you understand that usually the nap times just kind of stop syncing up or at least don't sync up when there's a baby. So that's where we're at. Um, I'm excited to chat with you today. We are, I'm recording this just slightly ahead of time. I'm through all my pre-recorded episodes. So um, this is just before Thanksgiving, two days before I'm recording this, and uh, this really came out of a necessity for myself because I have been, um, we host, we're hosting Thanksgiving morning and then Christmas day as well. But so since, you know, two days from now, I'll have Thanksgiving morning here. I actually am doing a grocery pickup later today. And honestly, it's been the whole right before that, like, I don't want to put more food in the fridge. I don't want to pack up the fridge with anything that is not for the holiday because the space is so precious. And then it's kind of going to be like that the weekend because after Thanksgiving, I don't think I'm going to feel like running out to the grocery store or doing a pickup, you know, for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we'll just make do with what we have again. And, you know, I'll do a little bit of restock in between here and there. But uh, this really came because I like to do this every now and then when you look at what's in your fridge, what's in your freezer, what's in your pantry, and what can you come up with? You know, especially because this is the time of year where we are spending probably, you know, more money than we do any other time. Even if you budget for Christmas where you're putting away a little bit every month for it or, you know, things like that, it's still, or you buy your gifts ahead of time and whatever. I do a little bit of both. I budget for Christmas and then I also start buying gifts earlier in the year, but it still seems like all those last minute things will start picking up gift cards for the mailman and our garbage men and all that stuff. And all of a sudden it's just, you know, your Christmas card, your stamps. It's usually from now until the end of the year, kind of a spending frenzy. So I think it's nice to kind of, especially if you're hosting or bringing food to parties and things like that too, that's costly. So it's nice to kind of cut back in the areas that you can. That's one benefit. And then also another benefit is a lot of us like the idea of starting fresh in the new year. Like, especially if your eating has gone a little bit off the rails and you're like, I just want to buy only new things that are, you know, I know are all super clean ingredients. We're going to get healthy. We're going to really be serious about this. You know, maybe you've kind of been sliding a lot and you're looking at a lot of your labels thinking, okay, there's a lot of ingredients in here. There's a lot of added items in your processed food. There's added sugars. Oh, excuse you. I assure you that was Judah. A lot of added sugars in your salsas, your sauces, your condiments, etc. And you're like, I just want to scrap all this and start over. Well, that is very overwhelming and very costly. So what I advise you to do instead is use up what you have in that example, I'll talk a little bit more about this, maybe cut it with some healthier ingredients, but combine it. Um, I've given that tip before as a way to stretch food and, you know, it can be a little more cost effective. So I just think it's a good time of year to do that. I know one caveat to this is that I think a lot of us are a little bit fearful to be, you know, low on things or to have an empty freezer, empty pantry with 
you know, pandemic stuff, possible food shortage and supply chain issues and whatnot, people kind of stocking up. So if, if you're a little nervous about that, you can obviously be replacing as you do this. But the idea is to pull the things out that have been like in the depths of your freezer, the depths of your fridge that are on their last life and see if you can in fact, like breathe some new life into them, find a new way to use them. Then again, go ahead and, you know, schedule a grocery pickup with a bunch of new staples. But then it's the stuff that you really want in there and that you know will fit either your macros or your lifestyle or your family's needs, whatever, because it all changes. All right. So think of it, you know, and your perspective, it's totally, you, you need a good creative mind here and a, a little bit of perspective on this because, you can look at this like, okay, I have no idea what to do with a bunch of frozen sausage and some elbow macaroni and, you know, I don't know, ketchup or something. I don't even like ketchup. So that was a bit poor example. But it's like, no, what can you make from that? Like, honestly, there are crazy cooking challenges out there that could make a gourmet meal out of that. There was one my husband and I were watching a couple months ago that was, I do not remember what it was called or what channel it was on. I think it might have been on Netflix. And it was like you had to use only the ingredients they gave you, but then they would um, come up with just random things like make, use this fast food leftovers to make a gourmet meal or something like that. So, and obviously you could supplement with other sauces, condiments, whatever is available. So you can look at it like that, you know, look at it fun. Honestly, like I said, I've been doing this kind of this past week. I opened the freezer yesterday, well, two days ago, and I was like, what meat can I make tomorrow for dinner? What can I use? And I had some ground chicken in there. So like, all right, I'll just do some kind of ground chicken pasta. And then I just made a really easy like lemon garlic butter sauce for it and uh, threw a bunch of frozen broccoli in there and stuff as well. So look, try to look at it like fun and know at least that maybe you're going to save some money. Use up what you have so you can start. Oh, really? Oh, you always got to yell right before you fall asleep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like that, that final battle cry. So funny because as an adult, it's like if someone told me to go to sleep, the last thing I would do is fight it. But why do kids always fight it? I think it's ironic to me. Okay, um, so some ideas, kind of like the one I just gave, are some of my favorite combos are frozen veggies, some form of carbs like rice or pasta, and then some protein like shrimp, ground turkey, etc. And I honestly just keep adding things in. So one of my big go-tos, if you have some ground turkey that's been in there a while or ground beef, is to brown that up and then I make either a rice or a pasta separate. And there's an example too. Again, if you have like a white pasta in there that you're trying not to eat so much white carb now, but maybe you were not as, um, you know, cognizant of that when you bought it, then maybe use half of your white pasta and cut it with whole wheat or chickpea pasta. I actually did that exact thing because I got delivered like four boxes of white pasta instead of whole wheat when it was an Instacart substitution that you know, whatever, it just happened. I didn't okay it or whatever. So I just have been using a little bit of the white in with my other whole wheat or chickpea when I make it because I don't want to waste it. And I've talked about this before on the podcast, but a lot of times the macros are very similar or the same. Whole wheat products basically just have a little more fiber or sometimes a little more protein. You know, they have some more vitamins and minerals, but macro wise, they're going to look similar. It's not like you're going to gain weight exactly from eating white um, products. It's just this. Sorry. It's always a little more distracting when I'm rocking a child asleep and recording, but 
thank you for being here anyways. Thank you for sticking with me through it. But um, white is not the the enemy, okay? If you are not gluten intolerant and you can handle wheat, white has a very similar macro profile. So if you are going to eat a little bit of that mix in, that's fine. Yes, we do want to make our food quality as good as it can be, which can involve getting to even more, oh, big snore, grain-free recipes like chickpea or lentil pasta and things like that. But if you've got it, use it up. Just mix it in with other things. It's not going to kill you. You'll be all right. So I did that. I do that a lot. Some kind of ground beef or ground meat like yesterday I did the ground chicken with some kind of carb, a rice, a pasta, quinoa. Like look in your pantry, see what you've got to use up. A lot of that stuff usually has, you know, a couple years on the expiration, but I've actually tossed quinoa before because I just hadn't touched it for so long. I don't cook with it a ton, but there are a couple recipes that I prefer it for. And check out what you have. See, again, when it's on its last leg and use it up. So you're grabbing whatever protein you have in the freezer or fridge, if it's, you know, newer, I guess. But sauteing that up or browning that up, adding the carb, the the rice or pasta, farro, quinoa, whatever it is, then look at what else you have. If you have a ton of frozen veggies, throw a couple of frozen veggies in there. You know, it's great to have a veggie pack pasta and we're trying to fill half our plate with veggies. So whether or not you put it as part of the pasta, you could also put it on the side, but frozen veggies, look what you have in your cans. A lot of times when I make these kind of one pot, yes, I make the pasta separate. So it's not totally one pot, but it all ends up in one pot. So I count it as a one pot meal. I will just look at what else I have. If I have black beans, I might throw black beans in there. That goes a long way for helping um, keep people full and adds protein, adds fiber. So my my kids, that is the one thing I just really cannot disguise with them, though. They will not eat beans if it's mixed into something. So they'll pick every bean out, which is fine. I do the whole, I keep offering it to them anyways. But like, oh, there's beans in this. But I do still put them in for our sake. So I will look at look at what you have in your canned goods. If you have beans, maybe throw those in there. Diced tomatoes, I love to add to something like this. Uh, a lot of times I'll use the diced tomatoes with green chilies for a little bit of a kick. I did something with that last week. I think it was like a shrimp pasta, diced tomatoes, and green chilies. And then, because then you can do whatever you want sauce-wise. You can mix it up with a pesto. You can throw some spinach and cheese in the food processor and make that into a pesto. And then toss the whole thing in that. It's a great way to get vegetables in without seeing the vegetables right in it. It's part of the sauce instead. I said yesterday I did some kind of lemon garlic butter sauce. I I thickened it up with some oat milk I think I used and Greek yogurt and Parmesan cheese. Really weird combo. I was a little nervous about using the yogurt. I will do that as well for bang bang shrimp. I will use Greek yogurt instead of mayo and then I will use like sriracha sauce and paprika and cayenne pepper and stuff and and whip that up but that one I usually serve cold so I was not sure about this um (laughs) the the hot uh sauce like that and it was whatever you know what I mean the warm sauce that I made (laughs) as opposed to cold and it was really good it whipped up really good I actually am going to do that again and actually measure it out so that I can use it for a future recipe to share with you guys on the email list uh, definitely if you're not on that, all you need to do is go to fitmomlifetothefullest.com and right on the homepage, just put your email in the box, click, uh, give me my macro sheet or whatever it is. I'll send you a macro cheat sheet and I'll add you to the email list. But 
um, it was really good. Just a lot of times this is what happens. I have to make a recipe like three times before I can send it out to you guys. Not because it wasn't good and I have to tweak it, but because I don't measure. If I'm just doing it for myself, I'm just throwing things in there. So I need to redo that. Another one that I did the other day, if you have chicken breasts or chicken thighs trying to think what else it work for probably even like turkey cutlets I've never cooked with those but I don't know why I haven't and I'm going to start doing that because those tend to be a more cost-effective option as well but if you have any of any of the above turkey cutlets chicken thighs chicken breast something like that you can I I I just tossed them in an egg I just scrambled a little egg white not white I don't I have no idea why I just said white <laughs> guys between the holidays and the to-do list and things I just think my brain and mouth are on two totally different pages I'm sorry because I'm not gonna fix this I'm gonna keep pushing through <laughs> I don't think it'll be better so I'm not gonna try to fix it but I just cracked an egg and like scramble it up you know what I'm saying in the bowl and then I dunked the chicken breast in my case in the egg and then I coated it in whole wheat panko breadcrumbs and then I sauteed or whatever you would call that in olive oil just a couple like four or five minutes each side so it got nice and golden brown then I baked it in the oven and then I just whisked together a quick little sauce which was olive oil lemon capers I love capers so that was really good this one was more purposefully lemon the one I made yesterday I just did a splash of lemon but it was more kind of creamy garlicky the other day and this one was just a really light lemon caper not even really a sauce it kind of just I just drizzled it over the chicken so my point being I'm trying to use up the stuff I have I looked in my freezer and I saw that I had a bag of chicken at the start of this week and so at this point I've talked about meal planning and things like that I am not really meal planning right now in the sense of prior to the month picking all my recipes then ordering my meat and then doing it it's just too crazy of a month for us honestly I'm going to do the same thing for December because we have between my three sisters and I, I don't have actually, I have no kid birthdays between now, but from my Joey's birthday that was November 17th, he kicks it off. We call it birthday palooza from now until March. There are like 10 kid birthdays in there. I'm not even exaggerating. And, and most of them are from November to January. We have no kid birthdays in February and then just actually one in March. I believe. Yeah, one. So literally from November to January, it's just birthday, birthday, birthday. And it's a lot of um, eating dinner, you know, at my sister's house for their parties and a lot of bringing meals and things like that. So again, we're not, it's just all over the place. It's a lot of between the holiday meals and birthday parties and things like that. It's just easier for me to kind of fly by the seat of my pants this month. And that might intimidate you. This is me trying to encourage you that it is okay. It is okay to fly by the seat of your pants to see what you have and just come up with some meals on the spot. I would always encourage you to, you know, to think about this a little bit prior to the day beginning so that at least you can defrost the right food or have something available. So how it's been looking for me is literally go down, look at your pantry. I say down because we have a deep freeze in the basement. <laughs> go down, look at your freezer, look at your pantry, Maybe jot down the main things you have. You could do that. You could break it into categories. Just take a white sheet of paper, blank sheet of paper. I don't care. Take an envelope. Use the notes on your phone, something, and put protein. And then just put down all the protein sources you have in the house, like canned tuna, canned salmon, frozen shrimp, any frozen meat, anything like that, okay? Then go ahead in the next category. 
carbs and write down what you have going on in the pantry that you might want to use up, like the farro, like the quinoa, like especially if you have the potatoes that are sitting on your counter about to grow spuds or did grow spuds or things like that, frozen sweet potato fries, whatever. Write down all the carbs you have in the house. And then just make rough plans. Honestly, yesterday when I defrosted the chicken, I had no idea what I was going to do with it. And then as it got closer to dinner, I'm like, oh, all right, I'll just kind of, let's see what we have here. I've got some pasta. I've got some of this, that. I don't recommend that all the time. But when you know that you are going to be home and can take, you know, 20 minutes to make dinner and know that you can do something quick because the meat is done and defrosted and you know you have this other stuff on hand, then maybe you'll get some confidence in this area being able to do this. So I opened the fridge and freezer. I saw that I had a bag of chicken in there and that's when I pulled it out thinking, okay, I'll figure out something to do with this. And when I went to do the breaded chicken that then I made with the little lemon sauce, I looked at it too and was like, you know what? I could probably get two meals out of this. Some of these chicken breasts are big, so I'm just going to have them and I'm going to make a separate buffalo chicken salad so that we can have that for lunches during the week, like stretching things. I don't want more things in my fridge and freezer right now. I need to clear space for what is to come. It's, I just said it's going to be Thanksgiving in two days, but then I do host Christmas and I'm the one that makes pretty much all the Christmas cookies for the family. So I start usually you know, right after Thanksgiving, if not some years I've started before this, but I have not yet. So I will start doing Christmas cookies and freezing them. So I need room and I don't want to be restocking it. So I look in there and see what's going on. I looked in there the other day too and saw a bunch of like bacon and chicken sausage. So I'm going to be making some breakfast dinners for the next, you know, couple weeks. I'll make sure I do at least one a week where maybe I'll make some pancakes and waffles and use use up that bacon and that chicken sausage, making space. Again, then I can buy new stuff, whether it is in January or it's the last week of December or whatever, I can restock and not worry about it, but using up what I have. Sometimes you just have to force yourself to do that because it might not sound glamorous and some of the meals might sound a little wonky where you're like, "Eh, breakfast, dinners, I don't really want to do that. But A, you might be saving money and B, you're using up what you have. A lot of those pantry items too, think about. Like I said with the one pot meals, throwing beans in them, throwing diced tomatoes in them. You never know. You might find something you really enjoy and a flavor combination that you really like. Both of those meals that I just made up in the last couple days, totally no recipe, just flew by the seat of my pants there. My husband loved both of them. He's like, oh, can we do this again? I really like this pasta one. Oh, I really like these capers. Can you cook with capers more? So you might honestly find more things that you enjoy and that you didn't even know that you liked. So look through what you have, freezer, fridge, pantry. While you're at it, go ahead and look through your spice cabinet. And that's another piece of this, okay? If you look and you're like, this is a weird combination or this is going to be kind of bland, say frozen vegetables. I do not love using frozen vegetables. I use them because they are convenient when produce obviously doesn't last as long as frozen vegetables does if you're buying fresh produce. So I always make sure I have some kind of frozen vegetable in the freezer. Um, and I do not use, I I've, I have said on the podcast before, like, oh, make it easy on yourself. Use the steamables or whatever. I really don't like the idea of the plastic in the microwave, and I've really gotten away from that. And here's another budget-friendly tip. It is definitely cheaper to just buy a big bulk bag of something. So rather than buy, you know, you're paying for convenience on that. So if you are using those little steamable bags, it's you're going to pay for that convenience, whereas you can buy a big bulk bag of a vegetable and just do it yourself still in the microwave. You can still do it in the microwave if you want to, just putting it in 
a baking dish um, and covering it, or you can just do it over the stovetop. For us, we actually, I moved the microwave to the basement because I just didn't like how it looked in the kitchen, and I wanted to open up that space above the oven. So it's in the basement. I almost threw it out, but my husband's like, can we please just keep it in the basement? I don't want to have to use the oven for everything. (laughs) I was like, okay, that's fair for if we need to reheat something or whatever. So it's in the basement, but that means that usually while I'm cooking dinner with Judah attached to me, who, like I said, is snoring. Perfect. Um, You know, and like the toddler running around, I don't want to have to go down to the basement, throw in the broccoli, come up. So I'll just put throw it on the stovetop with whatever else I'm cooking. It takes two seconds and then you can add it to whatever you're doing. But my point is, if you have frozen vegetables, they are not the tastiest. You can throw some cheese on them. You can throw some seasoning on them. I just salt and pepper them. Sometimes I will melt like a tablespoon of butter and then I'll mix it up with a little bit of garlic powder and maybe some Parmesan cheese and then just drizzle it over the broccoli. Oh my goodness, it elevates it so much. that It's like, oh, okay, this just went from, could have been like a nasty <laughs> steamed or boiled food to, okay, it's pretty tasty in this little sauce. Not that many calories added and using a nice quality grass-fed butter would be optimal, but again, budget-friendly, do whatever you can. I might be using unsalted butter that I'm going to bake with later, you know, but it's I saved money from using, you know, not using fresh produce and I'm using up what was in my freezer. So go through it, write it down first so you know what you're working with. And then I encourage you, this is your permission to just throw together weird combos. Make sure you have a protein, a green, and then a carb as as sparingly as fits your day. If we're talking dinners here, you probably, you know, have room for a carb at dinner. It's, It's totally dependent on your macro profile, but... Um, you can, you know, modify that according to your needs, but you can also look at this as part of, you know, the Advent season where I know it's not Lent and we're not trying to sacrifice and really strip down and pare down, but Advent is about preparing ourselves, preparing our hearts for Christ's birth, for, for, you know, a new birth into this world. And it's also seasonal because then, then comes January and the Christmas season where it's like, now we feel like. I don't know, this maybe is just me, but that, you know, new year excitement and new goals and new maybe routines or new things you want to try. We'll talk about that too because I'm, I'm excited to delve into that. But look at this as the preparation for Christmas in that, okay, maybe you're going to stretch it a little bit and have some wonky meals, some things that are not your favorite. You know, obviously we all can get excited to cook and excited to eat when we get to go to the store and buy a bunch of things for a new recipe that we wanted to try and then cook that and use it. But maybe we sacrifice that a little bit in the next couple weeks. We just do what we can, use what we have, and then we can really enjoy celebrating at Christmas time with all of those new foods or foods you only get at Christmas time. Like I'll be hosting Christmas and I will definitely be going all out with the charcuterie board and all out with the appetizers. And I make sauce and brujol and meatballs. And this year, last year I made homemade gnocchi. And this year I'm going to make lasagna, which I've actually never made lasagna in my life, (laughs) which is funny. But uh, my husband and I just really don't like it. So I haven't had a reason to make it the only reason I am is because a our family does really like it but b we have so many mouths to feed it's like 25 people just immediate family where it's really hard to do a lot of things that you know are easier served in smaller amounts like the gnocchi I had to 
stand over the pot and you catch each one when it comes to the surface if you've ever made it homemade. So I basically spent just two hours standing at the <laughs> stove like catching them while we were trying to do gifts and stuff before dinner. So I just want something easy to pop in the oven. But that's a whole other topic another day. I wish we could chat back and forth and share your ideas, my ideas, not just my own, but uh, for what you're making for Christmas and what you're excited about. I'd love to hear them. There's still time. I could share it on a podcast before Christmas. So if you have any desire to do that, my email is fitmomlife to the fullest at gmail.com. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to wrap this one up and tell you to enjoy, you know, shopping in the store that is your home. And also, I will have brand new programs, brand new formats coming out in 2022. So stay tuned for that. I will definitely let you know when the website is updated to show you what I am planning, but I am very excited about it because I know a lot of you have done my beginner challenge and are looking for new content now that will definitely be available in a slightly new format, which I'm very excited about. I'll also be taking on some new one-on-one training clients and that uh, whole process will look a little bit different and hopefully enhanced as well. So very excited for all of the new year things. But right now, sister, we got lots of weeks, lots of days left in this year. So let's go use up what we have and uh, keep pressing forward. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next time. Bye.